All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 47, 8-ish. Um, we'll actually have one that's in the vaults that when we're long gone from now will be released because the show we recorded last time, it recorded in double time and I didn't put it out because Zoom never hit me back telling me why the issue was with double time. Apparently that's the thing sometimes. Filming the meetings recording double time. So the hour and a half shows we recorded last week, or well, last time, yeah, um, saved in 37 minutes. So everyone's talking really fast, basically? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But apparently that may be an issue with some of their, their Zoom stuff. Ah, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to look now, look at the, making sure everything now is, is, is copacetic. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, let's get going, fellas. Uh, hold on, we got a title. Let's, let's, um, let's go... Waiting on the world to change. Appropriate. Little John Mayer. Hello, John Mayer. So tonight's episode is Waiting on the World to Change. Uh, it was going to be Pockets, but we'll save that one for another another time. <laughs> um, fellas, what's been going on? Uh, CB, we'll start with you. What's up? I mean, it's same stuff, different day, you know. Just in the crib, working, trying to do the do our part to Stay safe. Right. Superfly. Yeah, man. Same same here. Just working. Um been doing I've been doing more DJing than I thought I would be. You know what I mean? So And uh, I'm here for it. This guy is here for it. <laughs> <laughs> um and new opportunities coming along. Um, you know, every day just I'm kind of amazed by how many people have like are really interested in doing the virtual parties and all that good stuff. So, um, I've already done like a, a virtual bow renewal ceremony. Um, what, what birthday platforms? party? What platforms? Zoom. Um, I did a couple IG parties. Um, going live from different accounts on IG and going live on my own, just playing whatever I want. Uh, for that stuff. But then I've been doing like parties too, through right. IG. So I, I found through the different platforms. I, for what it what it is, IG thus far has the better sound. I mean, when you go live, your sound is crisp. Like Zoom, to me, sometimes yeah, sounds uh, bad. It, it it doesn't get the bottom of the track. It gets all mm-hmm. the highs. Like you know, you won't get you won't get the the kicks or anything like that of the bass. Sometimes um, just depending on how you run it. Like we ran through stereo, so we picked up all of the imperfect. You know, the stuff that we couldn't hear. Like I try to get on my um my Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And it, it it's just not the same. Like it's not built to transfer onto yeah, it's made, that. So it's made for voice, basically with Zoom. Exactly. Um, Twitch, uh, I think Twitch and YouTube have like the highest like audio fidelity. Um, IG, you know, it is what it is. That's where the people are. That's where you're gonna get most of your engagement. Right. Now, um, but you know. with, with Twitch, um, can uh, I know it's just a streaming live account kind of thing, but do they have? Yeah. Do they have the conference room set up on there? Nah, nah. Ian O T uh, show went live the other day, and they used um, a different platform too, uh, and it, it straight, uh, it's almost like the Evo camera, but okay. whatever the service is, allow for them to be in two different locations, and conference chat like this, and it went live uh, directly to Facebook and uh, YouTube. What did they play any music on it? No, it was just straight talking. Okay. Yeah, from from what I saw, 
But yeah. I know that's a lot of issues. Like, there's a, a lot of people tell me that, I mean, through work, we use Microsoft Teams, and that lot, that that meeting setup seems to be good, but I don't mm-hmm. know sound quality. I've heard Skype has the best one right now. Yeah, I heard the same thing. I haven't tried it, though. Yeah, so I don't know if that comes with a premium or not, because if that's the case, I'll cancel my subscription here, and we can take it over to Skype. But, you know. Yeah, I'd love to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's good. You're getting a lot of looks. I see D Nice is doing uh, the give back part of it now, which is which is dope. Like he lets other DJs go live from his account, so they can get yeah. his followers and they can de- And that's that's. I don't know what you gotta do to sign up for that, but that today he had like a yeah. Nobody's winning like D Nice is winning right now, man. And I got commercials yeah. like it came out, man. Like think about the when this is over with. I mean, I, I'm a. I don't know how. It, I know life will be different for him once this is over with, but I'm just mm-hmm. imagining like, is this the biggest part for him right here? Is the social media aspect of it, or just is everybody gonna go to be nice to start a party at, you know, club whatever, and they're gonna go? Like I was already, so I was a big fan. He's got like a um, there's a monthly party that happened in New York called the Originals, and it was um, D Nice, Rich Medina, Clark Kent. Um, Tony Touch and Capri, K Capri. Uh uh. Um, my Mr. Stretch Armstrong. Oh okay. Um, and they actually went live on Saturday from three to eight. All five. It actually probably went till like nine or ten. That was dope. Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I mean, I was already trying to go see them in New York. It was cool to see it virtually, but like when they when when we can go outside again, I'm definitely going back up there. Oh, I would love that. Personally. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a Saturdays. That's when uh, Jeff Jazzy Jeff does his thing, right? Yeah, he went on at three. Um, I had a I had that wild that uh, vow renewal ceremony going on, so I, I couldn't check in until like four four forty five or something. And I missed I missed him Saturday. Normally, I, I try to base my Saturday workout around. Is Jazzy Jeff at three PM? Quest, right. Then Quest Love would jump in, and then D D Nice hits the the ending of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I missed it this weekend. But I I just knew it was a lot of that's just a thing around. I mean, that's just people using that platform to also like just I think it shows just like people people's desire and like what kind of music they want to hear. Like I'm even li- like whenever I'm in the car, which is rare now, but whenever I turn on the radio the songs that they're playing are even different now. It sounds like a lot of songs that you might hear on some of these Instagram mm-hmm. lives as opposed to what they were playing on the radio before that, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's the world. I think when we all come out of this, everything is going to be different. It has to be. Because you're going to yeah. have, they said 70% of the world is still about quarantine and, and it's the 30% is still is ready to break out. Which is a lot of there's a lot of people, thirty percent of the world, or at least the U.S. It's just crazy. Like that leads us to our first. We'll, we'll start with this shit. Um, Virginia opening back up next Friday. Phase, really? phase one. Phase one. Oh wow. Northam uh, had a press conference this morning, or it was it yesterday? I think it was this morning, saying phase one of VA will start next week. And I saw like the the announcement, and I was just like, "Oh, May fifteenth. It sounds like that's like a month from now." So, <laughs> right. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it was that I totally <laughs> forgot we were in May. 
In my head, it's still March. In my head, it's still March. I'm like, yeah, May 15th. That makes sense. Perfect sense. (laughs) Push it out. Right. (laughs) All the days are blending together anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. Dude, Dude, March and April didn't really happen, man. It was just Easter. It was just Easter. It was just (laughs) February, man. Exactly. And this is ridiculous. But, yeah, he's ready to open back up. Apparently, he said the data has shown that they're, they're good to go. Um, All right. They're going from a stay-at-home to a um, smart-at-home. That's what it was. A mandatory stay-at-home that they call it smart-at-home, meaning be smart, you can go out, but return home kind of thing. But they're allowing restaurants to open back up. Don't, um, don't not go home. <laughs> restaurants open back up. Um, all the non-essentials are opening back up for the most part, but the restaurants gonna the servers are gonna have masks and gloves on. They're gonna uh, make and this was in West West Virginia's open back up. I mean, West Virginia's small, but they they're having their servers wear masks and gloves, and then patrons have to come in and wash their hands before they sit down. So they go to the bathroom and then come back out. Like where do they wash their hands? At? Exactly. Maybe they put a, they, a, a staff put a sink at the front door. That'd be hilarious. Just crazy. Going into Outback Steakhouse, you gotta right. wash your hands at the front. I was I was telling CB before we went live that I feel like Northam is folding under pressure. There's no way Virginia's ready to open. I mean, I, I don't I don't know the numbers, but people are still dying from last time I checked. Num- uh, numbers are still high. In Maryland and D.C., which if you go to Virginia and Maryland, D.C., is because well, guess where I'm going? The right. gym at. Guess where I'm going to eat? Rest in the restaurants I'm going to eat at in Virginia. It's just a clusterful. <laughs> like I haven't been really watching the news much, but like, was there a lot of protests in Virginia? I know a lot yeah. of stuff was going on in Maryland, but yeah. So they started in Virginia. Like they they wanted Northam. I think at one point them to step down. They wanted him to step down. Um, and then, like, I know Hogan was getting a lot back. Hogan's still getting back, right? Preachers and clergy people uh, and some other people are suing Hogan. Uh, they, they released that yesterday, this morning. They're, they're suing him because he has uh, Walmart still open, but he closed churches. He should have. Right. <laughs> I mean, last time I checked, there's no food. We're not getting essential needs from church, churches that we can get from Walmart. The same thing I can get at church. I can you can you can give it to me online. I mean, it's about was the absence of the body. It's just present in the spirit. Like this. We're always taught that you don't need to be in the building. church. Exactly. I thought God was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they can they can miss me with that. Exactly. So I don't get it. So he's being sued. And I'm I'm glad Hogan at this point seems like He's not gonna fold under pressure. He's not gonna. He don't give a fuck if you stand outside and then protest him all day long. He's gonna do what he got to do to save the lives of people in his state. And I'm hoping it continues that. And then Bowser in D.C. She's, I think she's just kind of going with the flow of what everybody else with what they're, they're gonna do. So far, I think D.C. is probably gonna stay closed. I mean, we didn't see people talking about the the Blue Angel thing. Did you see that on the mall? The Blue Angel yes. flyover? Mm-hmm. What yes, do you so. think announcing 
the Blue Angels, their schedule, where they're going to be at, is going to do to people who have nothing else to do. They're going to invite you, invite them out, and half of the people are going to feel they want to feel normal again, and they're going to not wear masks, they're not going to wear gloves, and here we are again. I get like I I haven't been watching the news, but today it was like the mall packed and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, it was it was ridiculously packed. It's just, man, I'd be in the house, man. Like, I don't know. Dog, look, they tell me I stay in the house. I'm going to abide by the rules as much as I can. Like, I, I don't need to go to a gym to work out. I don't need to go uh, to, a, to, a, to a club. I don't need to go to a movie theater to watch a movie. Shit, all the movies are being released anyway. Exactly. Like, that's... Uh, you want me staying out? I'm staying out. Or for the sake of your kids' purposes, for the sake of your parents' purpose, for the sake of my parents, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do my part. What I can do. It sucks. Exactly. It sucks. Yeah, I don't want to get sucks. used to it. You know. Yeah, but I mean, what the? F- I mean, just rest, yeah, rest yeah. now, so you can play later. In the grand um, scheme of things, this will be a blip on the radar. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a couple of stories that just the people were losing their damn mind, like in Michigan last week. Last time I checked, if you're not a public official, a point of public official, meaning a police officer in a courthouse or a state house, you're not supposed to, no one else is supposed to be carrying guns, but it's five or six guys, maybe more protests that stormed the state house in Michigan with guns, like, all, like assault rifles, taking pictures of each other as a protest. It's ridiculous. It's whack. Uh, I mean, we only, we all, we only, we know the, you know, I don't know. I don't even want to go there. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> notice I didn't say they were shot dead going you in know there. What I'm saying? Exactly. No, there were no guns. There were no shots fired. Uh, seriously. No, no exactly. From either side. At a family dollar today, a patron killed a uh, employee because they asked uh, the employee asked the patron to put a mask on. Shot and killed the employee right there in the store. At a family dollar. Detroit. Yeah. <sighs> stay in the house, man. Yeah, stay in the house. Uh, I'm not, we're not going to linger on this too long because I, at a certain point, I cut, the, I cut the news off at 9.30 every day. I get up around 7, 7.30-ish, and I let it run through a couple of cycles. I even so I can get the entertainment portion of it. And then after that, it's all repetitive. Cut the shit off. Something else on put music on actually, and then just go about my day. But I remember uh, last week, uh, me and my mom went to the Walmart, and you know, they got the, the limited how many people would be in the store at a time, so it was a line out front. Uh, but we got there early, it wasn't a line, it was just but you have to wait at the door while the person in front of you cleans the cart off, throws the stuff away, and it proceeds in the store, and you can go. So that's your six feet. Um, but then it was, it was amazing how. Two or three different people, no gloves, no masks, right? So they, the whole social distance thing to them, they didn't care about. They, they were kind of close, but not close. I'm like, really? But the funniest thing is they cleaned the card off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They look at you funny. Yeah, man. And fuck this shit. Let's talk sneakers. Let's talk, let's talk about something fun. Um, y'all, did y'all watch documentary last night? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm loving this. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna cry like a baby when this is over with. 
but last night just solidified one how Jordan should be the godfather of the sneaker culture. So, like, one thing I wish they had touched a little bit more on mm-hmm. is like sneakers. It wasn't just Jordan. So you remember like Run DMC. Yeah, the, like, the uh, There's a there's a few other things that kind of happen all at the same time. I yeah. Feel like. And Converse was still big back then too. Mm-hmm. But Jordan was, according to the documentary, he was the first major, first athlete to get the big major deal, and yeah. somewhat of the signature shoe line. But his shoes were also the one that first crossed over first into the hip hop side of things. Yeah. Which was, I mean, to see those old Jordan ads, you're like, wow, like <laughs> all the Mars ads are classics. The Mar- mm-hmm. Mars ads, my God. You are talking about Spike like Spike Lee was huge for that for the culture back then too. Like as far Absolutely. as I didn't you know and I I never put two and two together because I didn't realize the Mars character was from She's Gotta Have It. Yeah. And you wore the threes and or the ones, I'm sorry, what the ones in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but shout out to just like this documentary. I mean, it's well put together. I mean, I think last night they they started digging into the to the bad side, like, you know, this Jordan the God and then well, how can we make him more of a man? I think last mm-hmm. night that was the, the basis of last night. Like the gambling. We all knew about the gambling. I mean, to me it was funny. I didn't find an issue with it because you just see how competitive he was. But you want to highlight, people want to highlight the money aspect of it to where, like, did he start throwing games? Was he that addicted to it? But I just think his competitive nature was just that big. And I mean, like he was talking about, you know, if anything, he was betting on himself. It's Michael Jordan. Like, of course. Of course. Exactly. Of course he's betting on himself. I mean, did you what was my question? Oh, oh, did you do you remember Bulls Knicks that uh, during that series and they that the whole ordeal came Jordan was in uh, Atlantic City the night, the night before? Mm-hmm. Remember that ordeal? I was, I was little, you know, when this was going on, but I remember like because Sports Center was still around, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. I'm pretty sure. So you know, I heard inklings of it, but I didn't really comprehend what was going on. I didn't know why mm-hmm. it was a big deal. Right. Do you, do you have an if you're an owner of a team, do you have an issue with Michael Jordan's going out gambling the night before a playoff game? Uh not if it's Michael Jordan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean that you know, that that's the thing. If you if you were like, you know, number eleven, number twelve on the bench. Right. <laughs> you know, but but this dude's the best dude. He'd already won two titles. At this point, right? Like this right, is the right. this that is was one for three. the third, yeah. The first, the first three people. What was, what was killing what me saying. was the uh, like them showing some of the radio jockeys and the guy like questioning Jordan's commitment, and it's like out of anyone in the history of basketball, they're gonna question that guy's commitment. Right, All right bro. It's okay. funny. It's like fan bases of teams that are like wildly successful. And the things they nitpick, you know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> exactly. hilarious to me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like the the I, I I didn't know what it was about until last night, actually. But I didn't realize that Reebok was pissed that Mike didn't want to show off their love. Oh, yeah, point, I remember that. At this point, he was Nike. 
He was King Petty though. Look, you put the put the, put the flag over there. And that was. I, but you know what? I classic. remember the ceremony. Actually, I think I still got the VHS because I recorded all the Olympic games back then. That, that was a, again the greatest team put together ever. Those games were horrible though. They oh, were like man. fifty point blowouts, fifty sixty point blowouts. Teams they were playing with more fans than they were trying to be competitive. The Angola autographs right afterwards and all. What they did to Tony Kukoc was just ridiculous. Like the 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 mentality of Michael Jordan to know to say, I knew Jerry Krause was invested in Tony Kukoc, so I was we want me and Pip were gonna take it at his ass, so we can show. Oh, this is your boy. This is him. And it just humiliated. And it's like that's your teammate. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they do that on a public stage like that. And the dude wasn't even 20 years old. He was no. a teenager. No, it wasn't his fault. No, right. No. But, but for real, like they were sleeping. Like, and I think a lot of people are. A lot of people were. I mean, this dude was from a war-torn country. When you think about like right. how tough he, or the stuff he has seen in his life, you know what I mean? Exactly. Probably far exceeds what. You know, MJ and Pippen even had to go through. And that's, I think that's what, they were so torn. Again, they they were so gung-ho about taking this guy out and making him look bad. They didn't think about the politics of everything that's going on in the where they were. But, where, but you know from. what? I wish they would have talked about this more. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was some, like, racial, uh, racial, like, undercurrent behind all that stuff, too. And I'm, I feel like they're kind of skating over that mm-hmm. in this doc. Oh, I'm you know sure. what I mean? Like, and I, I, there, there's, there has to be some of that behind all of this. Which is crazy well. because it touched on the racism between in the, the governor election in, in North Carolina that Mike didn't publicly yeah. come out. Yeah, yeah. He endorsed Gant. So, yeah, I mean, then the guy was like, oh, we're not celebrating in the mud tonight or some shit like that. <laughs> Tron Thurman was wild, man. Yeah, man, yeah. Uh, um, but the I remember the uh, I saw the footage of the practice. The same footage they showed last night. But they need, that that needs to be his own show. That the dream, needs to the yes. dream team practices. Just need we they just need to show that. Yeah, <laughs> full audio, everything. Exactly. Because you know the doctor, the stuff that they show. Obviously, they have the stuff recorded. Right. They were saying those are some of the best games they've ever seen. Exactly. I mean, it's a bunch of Hall of Famers and Christian Leitner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay, I pay a couple hundred bucks to own that, like, yeah. just to see that. Put that I'd on do DVD. That. That, that. Remaster it. Exactly. That needs to be its own put, thing. Put, like, commentary from all the dudes talking right. about it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know Magic loves to talk. Of course you would agree to sit down oh. and – you know, just exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like the the comic relief of that part is when they said they pissed Jordan off. And he went in and scored every point from there right. on out. They won, and on the bus was just quiet. <laughs> Imagine told Chuck, "I guess we shouldn't have pissed the man off." You know, <laughs> that's crazy. Like they knew it. It was night and day from what Jordan could do, and these veterans, like these Hall of Famers, are like. This guy, he's got it. Like this guy, like it's his league now, and he knew yeah. it. Like his popularity was so huge. Um, well, my question: Do you think that the gambling 
they, they asked Jordan to step away for two years. You think that's that's the ultimate? We're not we're not gonna say, but this is what really happened, kind of thing. Because so, oh, no. when he retired the first time. So you think, think it was the lead? Well, now that this documentary is out, a lot of people are saying that that's they, always uh, been the conspiracy. David Stern, yeah, had sat sat Michael down because he had the gambling shadow over top of him. They had just won the the, the third championship, and you know, they, he asked him to sit for a couple of years, or just you know, just take some time off, take as much time as he needed. And then that's what we'll see in the next documentary, I'm sure, because it's a part of his life. You'll see that summer is when his dad got killed. And that probably just pushed well, him see, out even more. You know, I mean, for conspiracy theories, I mean, I kind of think the gambling and that are related. I've always, I've always thought that because that was that all came together. Uh, unpaid gambling debt, or gambling with the wrong people, or something. It might not even be gambling. It might be. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if you want to have that discussion on this. <laughs> no, no, I got <laughs> we can. <laughs> We can oh, bleep yeah. all that out. Right. We are true crime. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, that's a, there's always been speculation. You won't be saying anything different that hasn't already been speculated out there. Um, mm-hmm. But I do appreciate, like, you get to see, now, I, now that we're deeper in episodes, Jordan was saying like, he was afraid that this documentary would put a, you know, a black cloud over him and people wouldn't like like him anymore. But I'm like, Anything I now I get it, I understand. Yeah. I, understand. I appreciate he's he's showing more humanity. Yeah, I, in this, it's a his image has been like a uh, the thing that propelled him, you know, into right. the stratosphere and like pop culture. But it's are, also been the same thing that's probably trapped him in his right. life, you know. Right. Skip and Shannon were talking today, and they were saying that Shannon Sharp made a good point. Like last night on the documentary, says people want to be Jordan for a day. It's like, try being Jordan for 10 days or a month, that kind of thing. But then, you just, just from the documentary, this is for almost an hour, two hours that we see what Jordan is being like. Imagine being like that for the past 40 years. Like, this is his life. For, like, he can't go anywhere, he can't live like. He can't do anything normal without a hoopla. Like the man was just before. Look, he they say ten minutes before the the fourth game, he has time to spend with terminally ill kids. Plays the game. Like ten minutes afterwards, he'll he'll digress for a second. Then he goes and meets more people. Then even then, he has the press. And after the press, he still has to go into his car on the bus. There's still a slew more people waiting for you. And then when you get to the hotel, there's even more. I was just tripping off the fact that he had to lace his own shoes before the game. <laughs> I'm like, Michael Jordan laced his own shoes? Like, Did he have his own dressing room? I'm watching him lace up the 13s. Like, I'm like, why is he lacing up the 13s? That just might be part of his routine. He's like super <laughs> sick. Look, you know what? He's just a man. He laces his own shoes up like I You do. know, like <laughs> fresh Jordans. Right. I don't even lace up my Jordans. <laughs> they already laced up in the box. Like, <laughs> right, right. But can you, like, what was that room he was in? Like he's giving up teammates tickets to the games. He's giving right. Up, he's got his own. It was office. like the Godfather. That was like God. That was like the Godfather. Seriously, he's got his own room. Back room. Right, his own seven room. And in the memes that came out today from his security guards, the uh, 
the Martin, Yo. the character that Martin plays. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. That's so spot on. Yo, that oh, that's killed funny. me today. I was like, I wonder if Martin. Someone saw Martin that exactly. He had to see that and, and see made his like character that. after that dude. <laughs> Like, you didn't expect you that voice to come out of that face. No, who knows? I, I, I was trying to I figure so out, confused. Is, is the guy black Chicago. or white? Was he black Chicago. or white? Right, I was wondering if he was black and just had like the, <laughs> was he all the albino. Exactly, oh, that's what I was thinking. I don't know, but you, you could, like he had these old dudes as a security back then. See, but see, that could be Krause's people. That's see, I, I was thinking like, that was like one of those like, keep your it, friends keep your enemies closer kind of thing you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. definitely we're like i'm sure spot like kraus had him had eyes on him you know what i'm saying and he knew right. it. but if he took every second he every second he could the dog kraus even when they won the championship kraus x with a guy he's like it's the exactly <laughs> took jabs at this man left and right and when the the footage of them leaving a practice and the, the reporters want to talk to Pip. They no, we got to go. We got tea time. That's Kiss the horn on him. Exactly. <laughs> Who was going to tell this man no? That was like, and I remember the interview with Ma Rashad when he was wearing the glasses. Like, but when I saw it, I mean, again, we were younger. I was like, man, this man is cool as hell. He got his sunglasses on. Michael, like, because it was obviously publicized. He wasn't talking to the media. And then, mm -hmm. like, right before that game, when he talked to my, I remember watching that Amara Child interview. It's like, yo, my man was killing it with them glasses on. I think I, went, I had to find me a pair of those glasses. I wanted to be like Mike. But the, and hey. then that goes to that, too. Look, they had this whole I want to be like Mike campaign. And he, during the back when he's pre preaching, you don't want to be like me. He's like, I'm not trying to be a role model. I said, I try to do the right things, and maybe you'll pick up on certain things. But if you don't... <laughs> There's certain things I do. You don't have to follow everything I do. But that was so real. Yeah, that was so it real. It is, man. It is. It's a. It's a. Like I said, it was a. It was an albatross, and it was the reason why it got catapulted into the stratosphere. But that's what they. That's what like America does. You know what I'm saying? To right. we need the ones that are gonna deem as heroes. We needed this documentary because I wonder if it would have came out during its original release. If they would have took it week by week, one episode at a time, I'm shocked they're showing two at a time because there's nothing else to do right now. You really could slow it and do ten weeks. But uh, the I was, I was trying to remember was OJ the was OJ week to week or was it no all it was, in one? It was all every night for a week. Okay. Yeah, because that's a lot. That was a lot to absorb if you go week to week. I think it was it was a five night special. That was that, that was done. That was amazing. That, that same guy. Yeah, that, that same guy's doing the Prince documentary. Seen. That's the same guy oh, really? doing Prince. Did. Yep. Wow. Since, since Ava DuVernay uh, stepped aside. Nah, that John was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was. It, but the way that they put, they show culture, like the, the what's going on around the same time, like the mm -hmm. riots, you know, what he was born into, that kind of stuff that's going on. Like it's just. Mm -hmm. Well done. It was it was well well put together. Um, and another funny take from the show last night is when uh, the book got released about Mike the with the dude. My man Horace. He was like, I had no. I used to wear fifty four 
and uh, growing up playing, um, you know what I'm saying, playing Boys and Girls Club, man. I loved Horace Grant. I love And to hear that, was, that story last night, I was like, oh. That Horace, was a big like, three. That was a big three. No one wants to give that credit. That was a big three. Jordan, Pippen, and Grant, that was a that was a big three. Yeah. And, I mean. I kind of felt like, I, felt, I wish that they did the backstory on Pippen and Rodman. I kind of want to hear from, like, BJ, Horace, Bill Cartwright, some of those guys, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a lot that could be taken from last night's. I mean, like I said, even side series, like, you know, Pippen and Rodman hate each other for a while, and they became teammates, and winning solves everything. Right. That kind of thing. Um, but for Mike, it was like, that was horse. <laughs> like, Just off the, off the yeah. break. Yeah. Oh, man, it's good oh. stuff. Um, the, him and Isaiah Thomas, the, the hatred for each other still there. And I'm glad they touched base on that last night. I mean, he was like, yo, I'm going to say Magic was the number one point guard of all time. Isaiah's number two. But I still don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, man. It's wild because the the story about Jordan keeping Isaiah off the dream team, I, I feel like a few years ago, John Sally did an interview where he basically said that, no, it was Magic. And John Sally's also been in this documentary. So I'm wondering, like, just how real that is. Because wasn't, wasn't there beef around the HIV thing or whatever? And like you said, you didn't want to play with them? Yep. Or, yep. Because um, I remember that, too. Uh, but, he, you know, he kind of – MJ kind of spread the love a little bit and said it was <laughs> – it was Magic and, and Larry yeah. and Pippen who, you know, all didn't want him on there. <laughs> but yeah, just like, okay. Team effort. You know? Right. It's I believable, like you know. You got to sometimes, you know, when you when you operate in the way that they did, uh, those those um, those teams did, you know, and uh, and they they beat up everybody. and But at the same time, like, Boston was pretty rough too in those oh, days as well. You know, the league so, in general, like yeah. just things that people would get ejected and suspended multiple games for, didn't even get right. a foul called. Right. You know, right. It was just, well, it was just Pippen, different. From last week when Pippen was in the air and Robin tackled him, they dragged they, him off the court. It's just like, oh my God. I mean, that was. <laughs> that was, I mean, that was basketball. Like nowadays, like they, they asked. If the Golden State Warriors what was that a seventy four and nine team, was that uh, seventy three and nine? Seventy three and nine. If they could hang with the Bulls team, though, seventy two and ten, was that what they were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they could hang with that team, absolutely not. I mean, not if it's nineties rules. Exactly, that's the thing. But I also don't think that that team would have any chance playing against Golden State with today's rules. Oh, I mean, I mean. And, and, Magic said that he thought that the the horse the ninety two team that was, was better. Um, that was Mike Wilbon. That was him, right? Right. Yeah. And he thought that team was better than. I the, agree with him. That ninety two team was crazy. I mean, Jordan was steamrolled the league. Exactly. Yeah. Was that they the, got the, one championship down? They learned how to win. That was their second championship. That, that, that was the, yeah. The, the Portland when he, joint. When he told Magic. 
He's like, I got something for, I got something for Clyde tomorrow. Exactly. It just dogged him. And he shit on Clyde again. He was just like, yo, I mean, you can't compare us. You know, he was just like flat out. <laughs> and then, and it was like MJ. It's like if you put it in context of 1992, they were fairly close. You know what I'm saying? But MJ is putting it in context of right now, 2020. You know what I'm saying? Clyde <laughs> Drexler is still a Hall of Famer. Right. Exactly. He's still one of the greatest players. Maybe like, it's the mental state of Mike then. Like, nobody's going to beat me. Like, look uh, at, like, when they got to the Kobe aspect of it. Oh, my God. That was. But that's I'm kind glad of the that it wasn't a more drawn out segment. Yeah, so you wanted to be? Like, I wish it no, was. I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't. Oh, that would have okay. been too sad. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about with Kobe. You got you. Yeah, yeah the Kobe yeah, yeah, aspect. Yeah. But then you go to see, like, the. You see Mike, the, the all-star footage is like, that little that young, that young Laker dude, he want to play one-on-one all day. That's what right. he want to play one-on-one. He want to turn, he going to turn into a one-on-one against everybody. <laughs> he's, 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 I was like, I'm passing the ball. But then, like, you see them, like, they, like just meet up at the foul line and just talk. Yeah. And he's like, it just he told me whatever, what he, Kobe was like, whatever you see me, it's from him. Whatever you see out of me, it's from him. And that's just, that's, man, that's, that was just in January. We're still in the same year. It was shocking. Yeah, I, I had said the same thing to, you know, when Brian and I were watching, I was just like, yo, 2020, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just think, just watching Kobe talk and yeah. just thinking about from, from the beginning of this year when he was here on this world to where we are right now, you know oh. what I'm saying? It's just like. What this is happening? It doesn't even you know? feel like, like last year. We're not even four months removed from that. February, March, April. We're just in. And it feels like another lifetime ago. You know what I'm saying? Because of, what, right. of what's happening right now. Right. Right. I, right now, if I thought of. I don't even know who. Remember who won the Super Bowl? <laughs> I, oh, Chiefs. Okay. I said that. There's just so much shit that happened. Like I can okay, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. But I who did they play? It was but the like, um See look, exactly. Exactly. It's no, because it was uh uh Yeah, who was it? Cause now I'm just blanking because who did the, the Eagles Chiefs play were two years ago, right? Yeah. Who's the NFC team last year? Oh, it was the 49ers. Okay, see? Again, but that's how long this fucking year has been. But who could, like, if someone would have told you the day after Kobe passed away that, oh, don't worry, three months from now, there will be no sports leagues. You'll be home, and there'll be 70,000 people dead. (laughs) How would you, could you process (laughs) that? You know what I'm you saying? Like said right. you just it said that. sound real. We're living in it. I can't even process that. Yo, so Kobe dying is not gonna be the biggest blow of the year. It's still to come because you're gonna be home for four months for three months. There's no 000. school. No school. done. Right. No, no one goes shows. to work anymore. No like, one... This is crazy. It is. Oh it is. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Wow, you break it down like yeah, you know. Wow. Yeah, I, I, 
that would have been a, a that's a gut punch listening to it. And back then, I would have been, what are you talking about? Like, there's no way in the world America's going to shut down. Or at least try to implement that. Exactly. But my God. Yeah, dude. Like, who, and you would tell me D Nice is going to resurge. Right. Exactly. <laughs> D Nice of all people. <laughs> Like, the, the, the winner of all of this is going to be D Nice. <laughs> My name is D Nice. D Nice bringing down like production. Like that D Nice is going to start winning. That's a champion we can get behind. He was already winning, kinda. He was doing Obama's parties and stuff like that. But it was just like, yeah, he's going to get you know four hundred thousand people on Instagram to watch him DJ. And it's right. like he's going to get over a million followers in forty eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is such a crazy world now. It is. Well, again, that was just the whole D Nice research blowing up on on IG was two months ago. The government confirmed UFOs, and we really don't care at all. You know, right? Yeah, like who gives nobody a shit cares about, this? Who gives a shit about UFOs. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Don Shula passed away. They like this. Twenty twenty is. Eddie Rowling babyfacing on battle on IG. Right. <laughs> and the first the first night of the <laughs> And Babyface is the most savage person on the planet. Like <laughs> he should run for president against Donald Trump. Like <laughs> Babyface Savage? <laughs> You're telling me Babyface against Donald Trump. Yo, I pay for that shit. You're telling <laughs> me <laughs> soft voice. Baby face is, is I'm over savage. here social distancing and all that, you know. <laughs> oh, we don't remix this? <laughs> I do, do, do. I don't do I don't those. do those. Do those. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write you wrote that? Did you write that? Right. Or, <laughs> oh, that was the remix. Oh, that was the remix. Oh. Yo, did you, I don't know you wrote that. You wrote that. Right. Yo, pull, pull up this man's writing craze. That's beautiful. I love that song. It's beautiful. I knew you was going to go there. So I had this. And my man pulled up the acoustic. Right. So was, <laughs> oh, what's this? Perfectly good. <laughs> so, right. This, this, is play, this is how you play on Instagram. You don't need all that, that production. <laughs> he didn't do any sort of like, he didn't do any sort of warm up. No, or he was ready to go. Immediately just like. Went right we into it. I could have closed my eyes and thought he would play the track. That pitch perfect. <sighs> 2020. Man. I wonder what the sound check was like before he went live. You know? Right. I know. <laughs> Yo, I'm still can't get over Teddy Riley trying to pin pin the uh, Swiss beats in Timberland. But how do you not how do you not know how to first of all how to spell Swiss beats at this point? Or Timberland. <laughs> no, whatever. But it's just, it was good for them. It was definitely, Teddy's been living off of the uh, the fame right now. And I, that's good, though. They're definitely playing both of their music, both of their songs on the radio yeah. now. And it's the stuff that, I mean, I knew about the new Jack Swing. I knew what Teddy did. It's a lot of stuff I didn't realize he did. First yeah. of all, I'm still amazed. I didn't know he did the show. I'm still stuck off of that. I'm like, because it doesn't sound like anything else that he's put out. Mm-hmm. And that was earlier in the in the game. But I knew about all the Keith Sweat stuff. I knew about all the, the I knew about the Michael Jackson stuff that he did. 
Yeah, I I didn't know. I found this out today. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis did Scream for Michael. Yeah. I thought that was uh, either Rodney Jerkins or Teddy Riley. Mm. Yeah, that's before Rodney Jerkins came in, I think, right? That history album. Yeah, I don't think he was around then. Maybe he was. I'm not sure. Yeah. In the background, who knows? Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. This is... <laughs> Have y'all listened to uh, Dark Lane demo tapes? I listen to some of it. I, I like it. Mixtape Drake, man. It's the first thing he's put out in a while that I actually can get with. Yeah. I previewed it on, on iTunes. I, it's been hard for me to actually listen to any like popular kind of you know what i'm saying like commercial rap or anything like that no, i agree because so much underground stuff or like stuff that you know women don't listen to is, is taking over right now which is, is amazing like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down for it yeah d nice plays it he solidifies it right now d nice is gold right now like you can't <laughs> he can't lose yeah i've really been trying to just listen to music that just keeps my my mental state up, man. I can't. Yep. yep. Can't listen to too much. That's just like either nonsense or something that's just gonna put me in a bad mood or whatever. Nope. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been engulfed in a bunch of different. Like, I had to listen to. The, I, I gave Drake to listen because it was. I think at that point, I had, it was Friday morning and nothing else to do. And then I was actually surprised. Like the first track off the the Deep Pockets, it got my attention. Like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Then I listened to it some more. Listened to it some more. Then. We got to the whole uh, Tootsie Slide, and I was like, okay, that's, that's okay. That's catchy. And then the album just it stayed on a good level. Like, this is rap and Drake. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like... Features on there that people want to see, you know. <laughs> any, you, any standout tracks? Like, something that's just like, oh, this is amazing. I like Deep Pockets. Deep Pockets was dope. Uh, the drum with Chris Brown is pretty good. Is that the one I think he, he samples the... He kind of takes Eminem's hook from Superman. I do know one thing, though. Females, they come, they go. Saturday through Saturday, that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that was pretty dope, so it's... And then, I think you called it a mixtape because of stuff on it people don't like you. Oh, no, it's just a mixtape. It's not the real album. I mean, I, I wonder if they do that kind of stuff because of, like, clearances and whatever. Oh, yeah, because he did sample... Could what uh, He sampled uh, Song Cry, one of the songs. That's, is that, that's John he did the video for, right? And in Marcy Projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I, I've listened to stuff like, I normally listen, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Megan Stallion. I kind of started listening to her, but then I listened to the remix with uh, Beyonce. And I'm, I'm saying either Jay or Meg wrote that verse. <laughs> but I'm going to give Beyonce, I mean, if Beyonce has been around Jay enough she could probably write a dope verse like that. I'm just saying it was probably Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I, I was telling it to somebody, they're like, well, how can Jay-Z is not going to write, I got to jump up and put my ass in these jeans kind of thing. I was like, shit. Oh, wouldn't he? Becky wrote all of that Lil' Kim out. All Lil' Kim shit, exactly. You know how much women stuff, stuff the Prince wrote for other women, for women <laughs> sing, so. Right. It's, it's whatever's on the, it's music at the end of the day. Most of the concepts are the same, you know. It's just yeah. men and women, that's all. Yeah. But the thing is, he wrote you're it. You're a writer, you're a writer. He wrote it. She had to deliver it. 
because I, I have some people who can deliver it. You get some dope verses and just deliver them. She actually delivered it. She knows what right. she's doing. So I'm gonna give her that credit. I mean, uh, there's there's a reason why some writers are writers. Exactly. They don't have exactly. the ability to you know perform. Perform. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, where are we at? That's that's all my notes. Uh, <laughs> CB. Oh, I mean, I know you gotta have something. What? And Marcus, did you get did you get your shipment in? Nah, they haven't arrived yet. Okay. I think the, I, had, I had a shot. I'm kind of mad about that. I had a shot to get them, and I sat there and I sat there and I didn't pull the trigger, just because I got so much other shit. Responsibilities, like, oh. B. Yeah, no, I understand. Holy understand that. <clears throat> the other thing though is like they, because I would think. I mean, that was an early drop. They didn't ship until after the general release. Right. I was kind of mad about that, but right. whatever. Because the early matter. drop was episode one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It can't go anywhere, so it's not like I was gonna be rocking them or anything. So. Around the house, exactly. So I just realized, you mean sneakerheads are stocking up? And I've been waiting for the damn bottom to fall out. We can get some discounts <laughs> on stockings. It didn't happen yet, though. Nah, nah. They did a. Um, they interviewed my boy um, Ian. Who got we gotta get on the show? That's the dude that owns uh, all the the stuff in DC. I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. And then he he he's the head of Broccoli Fest. Yeah. He uh they did an interview with him for New Balance for the StockX article that was just written. Mm-hmm. So I see he he posted on his IG page. But I mean it's I'm constantly soul links 60 30 percent off. NMDs are now sixty dollars. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is coming after my pockets, man. That's all. I I fucking hate StockX. <laughs> Um, do you, do you have anything for the soul? Um, I mean, we got stuff in the room because this is one of the rooms that we have sneakers in, right. but uh, all the stuff I've quarantine copped is all the way in the basement. Okay. Well, I mean, well, you grab something, I'll grab something. It's super five. You got anything in the room, with, but I'm i I'm gonna go ahead. I'll grab something too real quick. Let me, let me see what we got going on here. best part of the show what a soul <laughs> uh, i think we did this on the i think i pulled these out on soul tales but i don't think it was on camera so in the in the honor of doing here right now cb you've seen this for sure remastered oh yeah okay. incredible hulks incredible hulks You just can't go wrong with Jordan 1s, man. You just can't. Unless you're trying to play in a game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can't go wrong, right. It's funny when they're showing him playing uh, in that last game at Madison Square Garden, right, in that old pair of ones. Right. And they're talking about how technology had advanced up to that point. Mm -hmm. And that was – He said he pulled out an old pair of ones. First of all, I mean, he probably has a rotating – a shoe thing. He probably gets whatever he wants, obviously. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he had those specially made for that game, or were they already? No. I think no, those, was I, no, he made it sound like it was like an old pair. Yeah, that was they. They got that from the '84. That was that was from the 1984. He said. Them shit stayed together during the game. 
He said, uh, like, his feet were on fire. He said hey, his halftime, his sock was bloody. And then he yeah. took the shoe off. It was a puddle of blood. He, he said he couldn't, him... get, he couldn't get the shoe off at halftime. Yeah, and then the he said he was having such a good game, he wasn't going to take it off. I mean, yeah, dude, athletes insane, have their man. superstitions, man. <laughs> Insanity, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Incredible Hawk ones. I, I, I didn't adjust my light before we got on, but purple, by the way. Yeah. I don't know yeah. You All right. George are beautiful. I'm going to get some purple laces for him. What you got, CB? So, uh, me and my brother, I don't know if you guys uh, have known, but we started a sneaker Instagram, Soul Cause. And this is one of the joints that we featured on there. These are some Vans. Nice. Well, what's special about them is they're the North Face collab. Dope. And so it's like a super dope, like, longer hair suede like just dope uh materials and everything like these are these hit for sure it's crazy <laughs> i just want to see what if i can break the internet but showing you you doing it <laughs> you <or> you. <laughs> yeah can't go can't go wrong with these oh these vans are dope vans are dope yeah what's the soul look let me twist the soul uh it's a gum bottom okay with the, I was just trying to see the pattern of the sole. If that was oh, kind of like a, the boot like a pattern. Yep, yep, the boot. Yep. Nope. Yeah, but these these joints are fire. These joints are super fire. Yeah. And they have so, a. Uh, who takes the pictures? It was also an orange pair or a yellow pair, I think. And they both go for a couple hundred. I see. I've seen okay. the yellow these pair. So who takes the pictures? Uh, it's a combination between two of us. And I can't tell whose feet they are because they never. I see his feet and like, I mean, his shoes. It's a mystery. But one of the pictures was really dope. Like he was somebody was sitting on the back of a car or something, mm-hmm. and maybe the sunlight was just glaring in the right. Is that a, right. Is that a camera photo or a phone? A phone. No, I mean that was everything's been on uh, iPhone. Oh yeah, there you go. So, there you go. yeah, got you. It's been fun. No, you know, look, all the four of the soul stuff. Do, gotta make do with the time. What we got going on right now? Uh, I've been trying to superfly. You've been deep there more. I've been trying to write more. Uh, our boy Just actually he, he blessed me with a a, a track a couple of days nice. ago, and he's on. And I'm gonna say, I don't know what what album project he's on right now. <laughs> I mean, every time he texts me, he got something new. This oh, this is the final. But uh, the concept now is songs under like a minute and a half. Like the track he sent me is a, a minute and fifty six seconds. Is is dope. And um, I've been writing to it. It's got a good feel to it. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try to, you know, do some reference stuff in the house. Um, I'll probably end up doing some T-shirt stuff tomorrow because I, I got an idea. I'm just trying to trying – to, I got too many things I want to do. I don't know where to start. Yeah. You just got to start with one just do it and get it yeah. done. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So the writing aspect, I've been doing the Throw a dart at the wall or whatever, whichever one it lands on, just go with it. Yeah, so I think yeah. I'm gonna devote some time with the shirts tomorrow, and uh, come on, I got an idea. See what it comes out to. So, but definitely good catching up with you guys. Yeah, as always. Yeah, I mean, that was for the soul. Um, all I got. So hopefully we get to get together sooner than later. Um, Superfly, picture, picture uh, your IG real quick so we know where to see all those those DJ moments at. Yeah, at super, super fly underscore TNT, S U P A F L Y 
underscore TNT pretty much everywhere. You can check me on there. CB, where can we get that? What's that Soul Claws uh, account? So S O L E C A W S. So Soul Claws, me and my brother. Us, our, our little sneaker life, little, little glimpse. Yeah, that, hey, that's what you got to do. Uh, for the soul? Yeah, for the soul. I mean, I'm Kaleo184 on IG. Uh, we got something else podcast, SoundCloud, Instagram, YouTube, Google Facebook, Play. Google Play. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, y'all. <laughs> Actually, let me get a screenshot so I know how I can uh, put this together for the uh, – for the advertisement, where's the print screen? All right, it's like Petty Riley. Where's the you do this shit? Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm glad my battery ain't go out. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, bro. All right, All right peace. peace.